This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. This is Dave Iverson. Imagine for a moment you're driving on cruise control. You move at a steady pace, no speeding up, no sudden slowdowns. Life's an open highway. On the other hand, Parkinson's medications don't exactly provide the same experience. L-DOPA, the standard dopamine replacement drug, can get you up and running, but what often lies ahead are bumpy patches and stop signs that arrive before it's time to take your next pill. As Glenn Batchelder of the biotech firm Civitas explains, L-DOPA lacks cruise control capability because it's an oral medication, and the route it follows contains quite a few detours. So you swallow the drug, it gets to the stomach, and it will get held up in the stomach for some period of time. Getting into the blood is confounded by the way the stomach empties. So as Parkinson's disease progresses, the stomach empties more slowly and more erratically. And in fact, food plays a very large role because of the nature of L-DOPA. It has a significant food effect and competes with proteins to get into the blood. All of which means the medicine isn't delivered to the bloodstream and then onto the brain at a steady rate, which means you can't maintain a steady rate either. That's the unpredictable stop-and-go phenomenon known as the on-off cycle. You can't count on when it's going to get into the blood or how much it's going to get in the blood when you take it orally. And what that does is it translates into situations where people can't count on their medications. Batchelder's company is developing a new inhaled form of L-DOPA, something that can give you a quick boost when needed. And because it's inhaled, it has a much more direct route to the bloodstream, bypassing the whole gastrointestinal roadblock. When you take an inhalation, it immediately hits the surface of the lung and it goes right across that surface into the capillary bed and it is taken from there into the bloodstream. So it's a very short distance and it uh, moves across the um, cells extremely quickly. Most people are are familiar with with asthma inhalers, so is that a fair comparison, a fair analog to to what you're doing? It's the size of an asthma inhaler, so a very small, convenient device you can put in your coat pocket or your purse. In terms of its simplicity of use, if you're familiar with asthma inhalers, often you have to sort of squirt and then you have to inhale at the same time. This is a breath-actuated device, so you just inhale and the drug goes in. So there's no coordination required in your breathing maneuver. Which is especially important if you need to use the device at the very time your Parkinson's symptoms are kicking in. Better still is how little time it takes for the inhaler to have an impact. The good thing, and it was impressive to us, is that the drug works in as little as five minutes. Dr. Maurizio Ficaris is the Associate Director of Research Programs at the Michael J. Fox Foundation, which has provided grant support for the development of the inhaler. A person actually can benefit from the effect in five minutes. It doesn't mean that in five minutes the drug wears off. Actually, the wearing off effect would be as long as normal concentrations of levodopa once taken by mouth. That said, it's important to note that the inhaler is not a replacement for oral medication. It's designed to provide a boost to tide someone over until their next regularly scheduled dosage. The inhaler, known as CVT-301, was tested successfully in the clinic as part of a Phase II trial. And this week, the Fox Foundation announced it will provide additional support for a second Phase II home-based trial. That's because, as Dr. Ficaris notes, we already know that levodopa delivers, 
We just need to figure out a better delivery route. We are willing to support the next phase because we know that Livodoba works. In this case, the novelty was the route of administration. So I'm really positive about the possibilities of this drug in the future. If the new trial is successful, a larger phase three trial follows in late 2014. And if all goes well, Batchelder hopes to then secure FDA approval and have the product in the hands of patients by 2017. What gets us up in the morning is the idea that we can give patients control of their lives so that if they're in the workforce and they need to be sure that they are on for a meeting, that they have this with them, this inhaler, and that as people progress and they you know, worry about being able to even drive their kids to school or go to the grocery store, that they won't be worried about being stranded because their medications have suddenly failed them. All we're trying to do is really fill in these potholes that arise with those medications. And in so doing, keep Parkinson's patients in motion. To learn more about this and other new approaches to treating Parkinson's disease, visit michaeljfox.org. I'm Dave Iverson. This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. Thank you.